Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi there, I'm Ashley. And I'm Lauren. And welcome to Knit tuck and not giving fuck. <laughs> it's always you that has to swear. This is the podcast where Lauren and I set the record straight. We're two single mums who work in the cosmetic surgery industry and all we want to do is share our advice, our opinions on different topics that we know are quite popular and relevant at the minute. Okay so our most asked and my most asked question is about this wedding. That the you're... wedding. <laughs> Don't know why everyone wants to know about it. I do. Why? I told you last time because you didn't have a boyfriend and then you got married. <laughs> so we okay. want to know why and how. I'll I'll tell you some bits and bobs on it. Anyway, how are you today, Lauren? Today I am anxious. I've got such bad anxiety. I've had it coming all week and I don't know if you suffer with anxiety, which I know you do, then you'll know you can feel it coming and building. And this week is just... It's been slowly, oh, no. yeah, slowly building where you don't know if you need a poo or you're <laughs> going to be sick or you're going to cry or laugh. And my insides are like, no, I've got like nerves. But why are you anxious? I've no idea. I've no idea. I've not had it for ages. And it's just, I think I've been really busy. I've been trying to work, trying to balance Thea. I feel like I'm not seeing Thea enough yeah. because I'm working mom so guilt. much. I've got mum guilt. And then she's her behaviour is disgusting at the minute. She's been scratching me and biting me. <laughs> I'm not lying. And I think it's because she's annoyed with me. I don't know. <laughs> I think she's pissed off. I don't know why I'm pissed off. So uh, Yeah, so I've got anxiety. However... It's one of those things, we get it, it comes and goes. I think of it as a cold where like, you know it's coming, you know you're going to get it, you know how long it's going to last and you know it's going to pass. So yeah. Yeah, you just need to rest this weekend, I think, and recharge. Yeah, I'm getting pissed. Eat and drink. I'm getting pissed. No, don't think that that's the right thing to do, but here we go, we move. (laughs) (laughs) We move to a psychiatrist. We move. (laughs) Okay, Ashley. Let's be honest, everybody is interested in this wedding of yours. And I know you say it's not interesting. I don't know how you can think it's not when somebody, I mean, Instagram, you don't see everything, but somebody goes from from appearing to be single to being full-on married with a (laughs) full-on wedding that's like perfect, a photographer, everything within, I mean, I know how quickly you did it. And then all of a sudden, everyone was like, her name's changed, her surname's changed, (laughs) and everyone was onto it. So I think it's about time that you just... Let us know what what happened. Okay, so you were actually one of the first people that I told. Thank you. And you were like, what? <laughs> I woke up at half seven or whatever time it was and I had a message off my, on my phone of Ashley and it said, mate, I'm getting married. <laughs> and I was just like, 
ah okay <laughs> what and then she's like yeah i'm gonna get married it's gonna be quite soon so you just need to look at your dates and i was literally like yeah sound okay, yeah like lauren was just like yeah that's fine if that's what you want to do i mean you were kind of the same with the way in which you got proposed to and everything <laughs> i got proposed well. to in the front room after two months so uh <laughs> yeah so i understand that and i'm not judgy am i i'm like yeah let's go let's do it okay so what do you want to know i want to know how it happened i want to know were you together beforehand i want to know why you seemed not to be together and then married what i want to know the background we all do okay i'm gonna keep it like vague because everyone doesn't need to know everything well um, as much as you, you what we want to know a bit <laughs> i can't even remember everything like what was it three months ago and yeah. it honestly just like still doesn't feel real it's absolutely crazy so we were together for six years and yeah. then we split up amicably i remember you being together you were together when we were both working, working together. together yeah 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 so i was together for years with him um and he actually like is the love of my life and always was oh. and i was so devastated when we split up um but we did and we both did different things and i don't regret any of that and then and you went and had a baby yeah i had a baby <laughs> and got engaged to someone else in the meantime but still still (laughs) again we moved we moved um and then he just like turned up at my front door on a sunday and asked me to marry him see that's just so so did you know it was coming um so i had some messages off him in the evening on the saturday and i was staying at one of my friend's houses and we were both like this is very strange maybe he's drunk or something yeah. so we just ignored the messages and then i texted him back in the morning and i was like are you okay like were you drinking last night you and he need was help. like no i've not slept a wink i need to come around and see oh you my now God. so then he turned up at my house and he just said i've just like i, I want to marry you now he's not a man of many words no. <laughs> so i would like to know what the phrase Will you marry me, Ash? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to know what, what the phrase was. He was just like, I really want to be serious. Why am I doing an impression? <laughs> because when I'm right, think of him, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, he was just like, I've I've been thinking a lot about you in the last few nights. Like, I haven't slept or anything. A bit like your anxieties. Yeah, but I'm not going to propose to anyone. <laughs> if I propose to anyone, say no, because I don't mean it. So, um, yeah, he, he just said, I've not really slept the last few nights and I can't stop thinking about you and you're the only person that I want to be with. And if I'm honest, we had been seeing each other for the year. Um, so at the beginning of COVID, I became single and it was really, really hard. I was literally living on my own with Saskia. Nursery closed, work was intense because I was a manager at a private hospital at the time. So I was considered a key worker. So I had yeah, to go I remember in that. every single day and get childcare. And because I was working in a hospital, no one wanted to see me. <laughs> It was when we didn't know that much and none of my friends would see me, which is understandable because everyone was freaked out. Anyway, long story short, started seeing... So he was there for you. (laughs) Yeah. And I was seeing different people. He was seeing different people, which is fine. Yeah. We were both And maybe a good thing. A really good thing. To learn about yourselves. And we needed to. And I just think that, you know, if you can go through all of those different things and then still realise that you want to be together, then, yeah. So we came around and proposed. I was like, yeah, okay. All right then, pal. (laughs) Let's do it. So he comes around. He proposes to you. 
you decide you're going to get married then you had to plan the thing which actually you did incredibly really quickly how yeah. did that happen did you just get onto it straight away what was your plans obviously yeah. your numbers were limited so he was like i just feel like we need to get married as soon as possible because i know loads of people are going to have loads of stuff to say about it yes and i was in total agreement on that we were both like we both grown up so we decided to get married let's just do it on our own and then tell everyone but that wasn't possible because we were still in COVID. So one of my really good friends um, got married in COVID as well. And I rang her and told her and she was like, oh, this is amazing. Here's my wedding planner's number. Shout out to Sandy, my wedding planner. She was unreal. And she literally rang around everyone to see if we could get like a priest round to the house. Oh my God. Um, like different, what are they called? Registry offices were closed. So we couldn't do that. Yeah. We couldn't do anything. So we managed managed to get booked in as the first wedding at the church on the day the church opened up. Wow, that was So lovely. we had two and a half weeks to plan everything and it wasn't stressful at all and I had everything that, that I wanted. Is that because you had that help, do you think, from the planner? Yeah, I couldn't have done it without the wedding planner. But also, I just think that I've never wanted a big wedding. I don't have time for that in my life. Like work always comes first with me. I'm so, so busy. I even went back to work the day after my wedding wow. and had a full day of clients. And it just wasn't that big of a deal for me. Obviously getting married part Was is a massive thing. deal, yeah. but that's all we wanted to do. The actual wedding, like I wore a 300 pound suit off the internet. You looked unbelievable Thank though. You, you would in a 20 pound yeah. <laughs> lace number. I just, think that if I'd have had more time to think it over then it would have got a bit more complicated and a bit more stressful and I didn't want it to be stressful I just wanted it to be we've got married and that's it with your nearest people yeah and I just some of my friends I mean it's absolutely amazing commitment to them I've been to some amazing weddings but like a two-year planning wedding yeah. thing like no that just doesn't appeal to me my wedding planning probably lasted longer than my wedding Really? Yeah. And that didn't take that long. So both of them were quite short in all honesty. But yeah, I think you can plan for so long. And then the thing with weddings is it, the day becomes about some other people. It becomes exactly. about your guests. It becomes about showing off. It becomes yeah. about all that kind of thing rather than And the guest list thing. just like spirals. And yes. there was literally 11 people at the church and then a handful of people afterwards at the house. All I cared about the, my family... My daughter was there. Well, I heard that she wasn't there. <laughs> she definitely... Do you want to see a picture? I've seen a picture. I can <laughs> confirm that she was definitely there. Yeah, she was there. And it was amazing. And I wouldn't change anything for the world. And we're together now. And that's it. Yeah, done. Happily ever after. Happily ever yeah, after. Yeah, that's what you all think. <laughs> so, Ashley, now you're married, you are a married woman. But you still call yourself a single mum. Yeah. Why is that? Because I think I'm a single mum because I'm single, but you're a married mum. So talk me through that. Well, I just think that it's a badge that I wear every day with absolute pride. I went through that by myself and it's something, you know, that other women can relate to. I think yeah, one, you've done your time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why. And I guess partly, you know, you're married now, yes, but your daughter isn't married. You're married, yeah. but that's not her dad. Yeah. So day to day, you still, it's your, I don't want to say burden because that's not the right no. word, but it's your responsibility. Yeah, it's, you're very Not anybody else's. Yeah. So you still take that on your shoulders. Definitely. So because you got married 
pretty smooth, pretty quick. And part of the reason was that you didn't have other people's opinions. I feel like you missed out yeah. on a lot of the stress that comes with a wedding that I had myself. Um, it ends up causing a lot of problems for people. I know. And it's so funny because I feel like people would expect me to be the most high maintenance. Yes. Like yes. I'm wearing a yeah. big dress and There's having so all the attention. I know this sounds really awful thing to say, but I've got that much attention on myself all the time that I really didn't need it. You for really one didn't day. want it. No. See, I liked, I, obviously, you know me, I quite enjoyed that. But it does, it, that's why I had an abroad wedding, but it does cause real problems. And I think you come into so many different situations. Hen do's arguments oh. if you're going abroad who's going honestly yeah, it's and a I huge just, thing i feel like especially if you're in our age range a lot of our friends weddings have been cancelled throughout covid and hendus and all yes. kinds of different events you know we we're coming up to what like 18 months yeah, basically nearly and i just i feel really sorry for them but at the same time i'm really sorry but your wedding is not the be all and end all yeah that's how you feel i managed to plan one in covid and it was amazing like why can everyone not just do that because that's what you wanted but if someone else has been planning it for years and they've got this image that's different to what you wanted no you're not having it she's pulling a face she doesn't get it (laughs) i I get get it it. but i do think weddings bring up so much drama and drama and one of the things that we did was asked our listeners about this yeah money is money is the big thing money's the big thing yeah um and also offending people yeah oh my god people that are easily offended need to jump off a cliff oh god when it comes to stuff like this like they just need to need to back off yeah they do i hate people that are easily offended they mustn't get invited to a lot of stuff and then like they get invited to certain things and they just like they're like orchestrating everything so it causes big drama so we asked a lot of you guys if you knew um or you'd had any or your friends had had any or you've been involved in any hindu bridezilla drama moments and there's some really good yeah, ones this one really like hit home with me because i've been in this circumstance a few times and it's not just about the money side i think it's also about like taking time off work for me is more than just paying to go on a trip yeah childcare those few days that you're missing with your child and then also paying for the childcare it all adds up so this lady says I've been asked to go on a Hindu abroad it's going to cost over a thousand pounds I've got kids I don't want to feel left out but I want to keep up with everyone what do I do I think that's such a difficult one it's common it's so very common. common very common and I think how I'm looking at this from the bride's point of view so she may have a circle of friends and everyone's in a different position financially. Yeah. From the bride's point of view, she may have a bit of money or she may have some saved and she wants to do something incredible for her Hindu. Why should she feel like she can't do that because and I certain friends with that. can't afford it? But at the same time, if that's your best friend in the world and you know she can't afford it, would you even put it out no, there? I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't. I mean, I understand the whole trip thing, but I've been on some Hindus where we have to pay for the bride. What? Yeah, I'm being serious. That's the thing. That is the thing. I can barely afford for myself. Well, I know, exactly. But going back to this girl here, I honestly don't think the bride would be that bothered. If you, I read this book once. I can't re- I love a bloody book, I don't know. I? And it was something like how to say no to things. Oh, oh yes, I know that one. Have and, you and read it? How, do you think I've read it? Do I ever say no? I've not read the book. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And in the book, it's like, what is it? The art of saying art no. Of, yeah, or art of not giving a fuck. It, no, it it's not that one. I'll I'll think of what it's called. And there's loads of stuff about Hindus in there. And it's like, instead of just got, like flaking around like people do, you know, stringing people that's on in annoying. the WhatsApp group chat, that's annoying. I think you best just to 
bow out initially and be like, listen, I'm, you know, a bit stuck for cash at the minute, childcare, count me out. And then I feel like you've made that decision in yourself instead of staying in the group chat, hearing what all their hearing plans are. Hearing all the are. penis hats yeah. and stuff and like, knowing you're no, not going to be wearing them. Just bow out at that point. And I, you know, if she is your true friend, then she won't mind. And maybe say to her, can I take you out for dinner one night? Yeah, can we do something else? And obviously that doesn't help yeah. with the fact that she's feeling left out and that's just really that's shit and there's nothing mm. you can do about that. But that's just one of those things sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, and again, like going back to me, sorry to talk oh, so much. <laughs> But for example, I've got um, a broad handies that I've been asked on and I haven't even been on my honeymoon yet. And I'm yeah. not being funny. I've only got a certain amount of days that I can take off work and get childcare for. I'll be prioritising myself before any of that. So yeah, why not? It's, yeah. your, it's your life. And I won't feel guilty about it. Good for you. So on that dilemma, Lauren, <laughs> your wedding was abroad. What made you want to do that? I was that dickhead. <laughs> that wanted to go abroad and everyone had to pay for it. So, Your wedding videos amazing, by the way. Right. Can my we share wedding. that with everyone? Oh, can we? Can we share that? So my Charlie, wed- you'll cry. It, no, it's... It, wow. Um, <laughs> my wedding video is unreal. I, I know I'm saying it myself, but anyway, the wedding was amazing. Um, and we did decide to do it abroad. Well, I did. Selfish reasons again, because you have to think about yourself. Number one, I'm never getting married if there's a chance it's going to rain. It's not happening. I'm not doing that. I love sunshine. I love being abroad. Um, number two, I wanted to tie it in with a little holiday. And I loved the idea of going away and all your wedding party being away together. So you get to know each other first, which is exactly what happened. The whole wedding party knew each other before the day. It which was a holiday. It was a holiday everyone. for everyone. But normally you go to a wedding and you don't know anyone. It's a bit awkward. Everyone was mates by then. So Would that's another reason. Would you be bothered if, like, I had said to you, because obviously I was meant to come, but we'll go into that in a, a little later. Moment. What would you have thought if someone had said to you, Lauren, I can't come? That happened, that happened, and uh, that was fine, absolutely fine. When I decided to do it abroad, I knew that there would be certain people that couldn't go. Mm. Uh, it, oh, this sounds awful, but actually that was quite helpful yeah. because the guest list True. is a ball ache. Now, yeah. if you say it's abroad, all the little people that are tag alongers that want to come for a free dinner, they're not going to come. Yes. So the people that don't like you is that this much, a thing, no, this is why I did it. So the people, yeah, they come just for the crack. So, <laughs> and you want to invite them, you don't even like them. So I knew that people who didn't really like me and that I didn't like, but we had to pretend that we liked, they're not going to pay and come on holiday with me so They're i got rid of for the dry chicken exactly yeah. so i got rid of so many people by doing that and it was only the That's real so ones true. that are going to pay to come oh uh, but there were know, people that couldn't come though which was sad can i just say like on that note when people invite you to an abroad wedding obviously then you have to pay an abroad Hindu or like a London Hindu. Yeah. And then they put one of those stupid notes in the card, like the poem, like, we have everything we, we need. We just need your, your presence and presents, but we like money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I it's didn't. It's not okay. I was the opposite. So I said to everyone who mentioned it to me do not give me a present I, I don't want I don't want a Mr and Mrs champagne flute which by the way I kept for so long <laughs> afterwards and then once someone came round for a drink and I was pouring them a Prosecco no lie or whatever I was pouring them this guy and it was a Mr glass and I didn't know <laughs> how embarrassing um, but yeah I didn't want that I genuinely I feel if you're doing it abroad you have to accept and you have to be so grateful that people have chosen to yeah. do that they've taken their full their week's holiday that might be all year to be with you they've paid for it you can't can't then want anything else off them no. you just can't do that no i agree completely so do you buy people wedding gifts i 
do I buy people wedding gifts? Mm. I didn't buy you one. I didn't even get you a card. Well, I don't expect one. I honestly think now it's so much like effort and hassle. You've got to buy your outfits costing you like exactly. five hundred pounds yeah. at least. Hair, yeah. Yeah. makeup, childcare, transport, anyway. hotel. I'm not good at stuff like this anyway. Really, I'm a really good friend. As in, I'll always be there if you murder someone. I'll bury them with you. <laughs> but I'm not the most thoughtful. At Ashley's little girl's christening. I forgot to get a um a present. Then I left the card in the car. So I went up to her while she was mingling and put 50 quid in a handbag. And I was like, there you go, mate. Uh, <laughs> buy her something nice. Because, so that's the friend I am. So I wouldn't expect wedding. I don't expect it back though. I wouldn't want a wedding present. No. What are you going to get me a photo album? Yeah. So we've covered abroad weddings, being asked for cash by poem. Never do that, guys. It's not something we do. And if you have done it, I mean... I hope you spent the cash wisely. <laughs> surgery um okay here's one i've been asked to be a bridesmaid but i have to buy the dress and shoes and i can't afford it it's over 600 pounds and i actually don't like them and wouldn't rewear them right okay so with my wedding um i bought the bridesmaids dresses but they were cheap they were really nice but they were cheap so that was fine yeah um would i have expected them to no and when the last wedding that i was a bridesmaid at I didn't pay for the dress. I don't think they should have to pay for the dress. I don't think they should I have to pay she, for the dress. I think dress. you could always say, like, buy your own shoes because then you can you can rewear them, yeah. need shoes. Yeah. But I think the dress and stuff, I don't know. I wouldn't expect that. And I think if you are the bride and you can't afford um, to pay for it all, then I think you need to look at your budget and you yeah. need to sit down with the people that you're going to ask and find out their budgets. Like, just yeah. be honest about it and say, look, I'm not going to be able to afford to buy dresses. So are you okay doing that? If so, yeah. what is your budget, but everybody? Like and then let's work off that. Pounds, that's a piss take. That's a lot of money. And I just feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on someone and then obviously on top of that she's gonna have to buy all this mad underwear to go underneath it because you know what the dresses are always yeah, like slinky and stuff like that and then, she's gonna have to diet which is tight exactly no it's not on that i just i would I tell her to fuck off and you're not being a bridesmaid anymore what the if bride I was, no i'd say to the bride oh, right okay. i'm not doing it yeah i i mean i wouldn't say fuck off but <laughs> i'd turn around and just be like um i would love to be a bridesmaid and why don't i come and sit and get ready with you all yeah. that morning but i'm not paying 600 pounds for a dress and shoes and they're disgusting and they're gonna ruin your pictures anyway. yeah exactly oh oh this is one what do you think of what people wearing white to a wedding no I don't either. No, you don't do it. It's it's rude. You don't do yeah. it. I don't think you should ever do that. The the what last... about cream? No, I don't think you should wear cream either. No, no light I just colours. Th- no, I just don't think it's very what nice. What about black? Because I've like asked people before, because <laughs> I only wear black. Is this okay to wear? And they're like, you can't wear black to a wedding. And I'm like, why? I feel like you can wear black. I would yeah. ask the bride though. I think yeah. why not? You could ask the bride that. But then if she said no, Ash, then I'd be like, Ash, what? Do you remember? This is oh my god. Do you remember? It's, you're going to remember it now my hen- England Hindu, oh yeah and I made everyone wear pink oh yeah and I made everyone wear and see that was a bit bright I that made everyone awful. wear dusky no, pink right Ashley nearly nude. did no it was dusky pink it was, was it nude, nude yeah. and Ashley doesn't wear that and she nearly oh, didn't come God. she absolutely was she was so angry and I wouldn't change it and she was so mad and she turned up and she was like I don't even like this dress and colour <laughs> she was so angry with me and I was like well that's the colour scheme mate so just don't come then that is you do get a bit you, bridezilla you do look like knobs on the night out as well yeah I don't know why I did that. Here we go, Bridezilla stories. So just a few snippets of things that we've heard and then we'll uh, give our opinion, not that it matters, on some of them. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This lady said that she went to a house party, Hindu, recently, and they all had to pay £200 cash at the door what? to contribute. To contribute towards the wedding. A one-day Hindu. Right. So what do you think about this? In my eyes, if you're throwing a party... You pay. You pay. What about if you're going somewhere for a meal and it's like a set meal? Would you... So say, right, we're going to the Hindu. It's going to be at this place. It's this much ahead. Do you agree with that? Or do you think that should be paid I for also? I think that the meal should be paid for, but drinks, everyone does go a bit overboard if yeah. you say, I'm paying for the meal. So I would say, like, I'll pay... £700, say, towards the meal. But after that, everyone needs to contribute. Because I've had parties before where people really have taken the piss with that christening, the bar bill. Like, I found out that people were ordering Jaeger bombs. Like, is there a need for that christening? Yeah, not rude, isn't it? It's rude. And people do take the piss. So I agree, like, with the whole, if you're having a meal and you have a budget, then you say to everyone, £1,000 is my budget. After that, are you all okay to chip in? And more often than not, you don't actually have to chip in or it only ends up costing like an extra 200 and I'll just think oh I'll just put that in myself so that no one's got any stress but you Ashley have got without being rude the money to do that yeah so imagine if it was somebody when they needed they wanted to have a hen do and they all they wanted to go out for a meal but they physically could not pay for 10 of their friends to have the meal so I guess can you you afford 30 quid each so you've covered the dinner I don't know, it's not me. But I know, maybe. but what I'm saying I don't is know. don't, like, have it. Do a spread at home. That's what I did. I literally, like, gave my sister some money and I said, order some pizzas, get some alcohol, we'll get some music, play some games. And it was absolutely yeah. amazing. Do it within you, your budget. You do it within your budget. And, and not just that, I feel like at the minute, because of everything that's going on, like, are you really going to have that much fun going out? Sometimes people just do stuff to say they can put it on Instagram yes. or for, like, their reputation. I agree. There's loads of stuff that I don't share, but also I'm really not lavish with stuff like that. No. And I just think live with, uh, within your means and that whole, like, if you can't afford it, don't do it. If Whatever happens, surely you can afford 200 quid at home. And do you know what? For that, you could still throw a nice party. Yeah. yeah. So as we always do, we like to involve you guys. And we asked you if you had any funny bridezilla, bride, Hindu stories that you could tell us. And anything you, wedding related. Anything wedding and funny. And you guys are hilarious. Every time we do this, we just laugh. We've got the best followers and listeners ever. So here's one that I really like, okay? And it's about proposal location. I used to be an air hostess for an airline flying long haul from Manchester. Halfway through the flight to the Caribbean, while I'm out with my drinks trolley, 
the lad asks me to propose to his girlfriend for him. So oh. one's at one side of the aisle, one, the boy, and the girl's at the other side of the other aisle, and she's going down with a drinks trolley. Oh, and I he's think gone. That's quite cute. Are you joking? No. Right. Anyway, listen. So he whispers to her, "Propose to my girlfriend on the other side," and she's put as if that wasn't mortifying enough for me. He was on his way to the Caribbean. Why didn't he do it in the Caribbean? Anyway, she's put. Luckily, she said yes. It would have been awkward if she'd said no. I was down on one knee to her. Oh, I think that's cute. They ended up snogging between me and my drinks trolley because they were sat on the aisle seats. You think that's cute? Yeah. They were going to the Caribbean and he got an air hostess to propose to her. Do you know what I do not understand? When I see people that go on holiday, I think, this is it. It's coming. They're going to get engaged. And they get engaged on like the last day of the holiday. Like, are you not going to like have all like that? fun while you're there like we've just got engaged loads of free drinks and stuff yeah like all the attention and at the end and then you get on the plane what the hell what a shitter yeah so it's not that bad that one so another one that we had that i thought was quite funny was that her bridesmaid dress was so much like a wedding dress that her and her uncle got congratulated all night (laughs) (laughs) imagine so one lady has messaged and said, I went to a wedding where they provided a bus from church to the reception, only they never paid the driver. What? So we were pretty much all held to ransom on this bus <laughs> while we all did a collection to pay the driver. No, I bet they knew what they were doing. That's not okay. But I bet they knew they did that on purpose, didn't they? Okay, so this one isn't a wedding story, but it is a major life event. Now, baby showers someone has written in to say that they've had to pay 85 pounds to go to someone's posh afternoon tea baby shower so i've been in this situation i hated my baby shower by the way and i just i, I would never I, no, I, no not i wouldn't do it again no. everyone was getting pissed and i was tottering around in heels and it was just horrible i had mine done had mine sorry a really nice place and i had the same dilemma because i was like i can't ask everyone to pay individually no. but then i thought i really wanted somewhere nice so at the end of the day i wanted something nice i paid for yeah. it and i didn't do like a full sit-down meal i did no. like you just like we said before you can do it to your means so i had like champagne when you came in yeah then you got you the rest of it yourself yeah. um i had like canapes and things going around mm. i decorated it myself um and didn't pay for it however I have been and I think it's quite the norm like an afternoon tea thing yeah there's been a few times in my life where I've been invited to baby showers and then I've they've, they've said this is the the afternoon yeah. tea this is how much it is can you transfer it and I didn't I didn't mind I'll be honest because to me it was 50 quid but to that person it would have been you know 500 so I didn't mind doing I that agree, what do you think but then at the same time like how do you not know that your single friend would have rather have spent the 50 quid on a night out than being forced to sit at your afternoon baby shower well I don't think I mean everyone would rather go on a night out but I don't think that's really the thing you have to do these baby showers do you know the advice I gave my friend at the baby shower where you have to write it down and put it in the thing and um, it was read out and it was really embarrassing because I didn't think it would be I wrote um, split up split up with the baby's dad quick you get every other weekend off oh no that's not funny no well I thought it was funny and it wasn't well the other thing about the baby showers is you have to buy a present you have to go it's usually on a Sunday when it's like family day so i think that people should bear all of that in mind and do you know what i don't get as well when people are on like number three and four baby shower really yeah aren't you meant to just have one why? i thought it was just one why can't you have one for every baby tell you what's getting big gender reveal no i bet that makes you sick the balloon pop yay and then the cuddle 
oh, the cuddle when no, they found out what it is. It's just not okay. Um, I wouldn't have one of those personally, no, no. No, definitely not. Okay, Lauren, you mentioned that you had one to me earlier and you wouldn't tell me, so come on. Okay, so this story actually is just a really v- funny story and it's not that much to do with weddings other than it happened on my Hindu and I've not told you on both. On your Hindu? Um, no, on my friend's Hindu. Okay. So we went abroad um, and we went to somewhere in Mallorca, but we ended up going out in Magaluf. So we went to um, Magaluf and we went on this really wild night out. And classy. Me and, classy. We, <laughs> me and one of my friends um, stayed out all night and didn't know classy. where we were. <laughs> the sun then rose and we had to get back to our hotel. Our batteries had gone. We were in the middle of absolutely nowhere. So we were walking down a dual carriageway, staggering. <laughs> we were wearing yesterday's uh, Hindu swim costume from the boat and we were staggering. Down. People were going on the morning run and we were crying, oh, laughing, no. falling over. We didn't know where we were going. It was yeah. so hot and we had no phones. So we carried on going and then it got to a point where we were like we can't do this anymore like this is so I said we're going to have to flag someone down did you have money on you we had nothing (laughs) so we flagged we flagged a car down and thank god this um, four by four pulled up with a, with a man in it and he put the window down and he was he was English he was Cockney and he said you alright girls I said no we really need to get back to this particular area and we've been walking for hours and we're still really drunk and, and he said just listen just get in just get in so I got in the front my friend got in the back and off we set off and I'm looking at him and I'm, I'm, he's like "What? so what happened then and he looked really normal my eye level was oh, still no. high <laughs> oh, no. and he looked really normal so I'm saying oh god we've had a right one and when he said yeah yeah so where am I taking you and then I glanced down he had no pants on. No. no, his penis was at. He had no trousers on. He, what was no, he going to do? No, to you? I've not finished. So he had no. Tr- he had no trousers on. So I had picked the one person on the motorway that happened to have no fucking pants on, right? And he was driving with with his willy out. So then I just glanced to the side and I was like trying Were to be you really. Sat in the front. I was in the front. My friend was in the back. Oh, and she couldn't no. see the willy, but I could. So I was trying to be really. And I just went, <clears throat> Kirsty. And my friend was like, Yeah. And I went, He's got his penis out, and I kept it really. I was, I was like, you, "Excuse me, mate, you've got you, you've got your penis out." And he went, "I haven't." And I said, "He has. He's got it out." This so then, was a madman. The, so then he gets it in his hand. He begins to fornicate with it, and I said, "Kirsty, he's <laughs> masturbating. You're masturbating." And I said, "You need to put that penis away right now, <laughs> right now." And he said, "I've been to where? Uh, I've been to a nudist beach." And I said, "And you've been driving around. You need to put it away." And my friend was in the back, and she was laughing that much that tears it's were not. Funny. It's no, but it was because we were still drunk, and I didn't think it was funny because it was next to me. She was crying, and I mean, you know, when you're laughing and your mouth's you wide died. open, she was like this, ah, and tears were rolling, and I was trying to be really professional, and I kept saying, "Put your penis away." now I am going to get out of this car you need to put your penis away stop touching it now this is disgusting I will get you arrested drop me off now anyway (laughs) he let us out and we just went and we were like has that just happened Lauren I'm really surprised you're here to tell the tale to be honest I know okay so we're not doing Ashley's appointment this week because I've been really busy and boring and working away etc but Lauren I've heard that you went for an appointment yes so Ashley's appointment sounds really good and it's all really lovely and, and posh. And so I thought I'm going to have Lauren's appointment, but Lauren's appointments never go to plan. <laughs> My friend um, really kindly booked me in for a massage after work because I've had a really stressful week. Like I've not been sleeping. As I said, I've got anxiety at the minute. I've not been sleeping. I've had loads going on. So she said, look, I'm going to book you in for a lovely massage, really relax you. And then you can go home and sleep. So that was great. So 
I went there and the clue should have been like loads of men were coming out, like big men. I don't know. I don't know. I just, anyway. I didn't... Was it a brothel? No, it wasn't a brothel. Um, I would have enjoyed that more. So we, I went in and this woman came in. She was a receptionist. She said, what kind of massage do you want? Now, whenever I go for massages, they do it really lightly and tickle me. And I think this is just not oh, no, what I want. Was it like a Thai place? Well, no, it was, I, well, I didn't realise that there was a Thai lady there. Mm. Yes. So I didn't realise. So I said, um, no, I like it quite deep, really. I'd like quite a deep one. So she went, okay, I'll let her know. So took all my clothes off face down and with my hole and I have a hay fever <laughs> as well. My face is in the hole and my nose is like dripping. I thought, oh God. Anyway, next thing, this woman comes in and she said, okay, we're going to start. And I thought, I think that's a Thai accent. And I thought, shit, shit, <laughs> it's too late to back out. Then I looked They're at the floor. hardcore. And I saw her feet at the same time, like a frog, leap off the floor <laughs> and then land on either side of my back. And I thought, no, fuck. Next thing, she starts punching me. She was pulling me, but she cracked every toe. Um, she was dragging my arms back. The pain was that severe that my nose was running <laughs> through the hole. My eyes were running. And I thought, tell her, tell her it's too much, tell her it's too much. And I thought, no, I'm not telling her because she thinks I can't handle it and I can. No. So I thought, I'm I'm not saying. And then I saw I made a few groans. So I was like, oh. And, oh, and I thought she'll know that it's too much. And she carried on. I thought, right, well, if you can carry on, just watch me because I will handle this. The pain was so severe. Then she turned me over to my front she punched me in the back of the head twice and this i'm not lying she just paid to get me yeah she took and i thought this is my appointment so she turned me over then she goes on to the breast and i thought no not the breast implants she starts on my boobs and i thought they're the most expensive thing i've got on, <laughs> on me and i'm thinking they're gonna rupture so she's rubbing them and i thought i need to tell her that they're implants i don't i don't know and then she sat me up and started cracking my back and swinging me with my tits out <laughs> anyway i walked out of this place like when you come out of the cinema do you know when it's like daylight and i came out my hair was everywhere and I, 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 when you come I out like, of the cinema at 16 after snogging the face of your boyfriend yeah and your eyes are everywhere <laughs> and you're like Whoa. and i came out like that and everyone else was looking at me and i kind of staggered out and i rang my friend who i actually worked for and i was like listen i'm not coming in tomorrow i've got a broken rib and a fucking ruptured breast implant <laughs> only me everything happens like this to me so you've not you've not had any appointments i have and i'm not having any more oh. but i bet you've been buying things yeah um i've had a couple of facials this week i've been having this one where they like blow cold air on your face that. yeah it's so nice isn't it um and it closes all of your pores up and makes you really glow cryo yeah no, no no mine's called something something suitacles and then i did my training in my human growth fat facial so i need <gasps> I to need give one. you one of them so these are like human stem cell facials that sounds creepy they, is it from like a from like an embryo no it's from donated blood it's all like approved wow. and everything but i'm training them which is really exciting um and fun things that i bought i bought a spray tan kit off amazon which i'm really excited to use and it's i used to do be- i used to be a beauty therapist i could probably do it for you <laughs> why are you laughing <laughs> <laughs> what else have i bought it, oh, I bought those earrings. The ones that you went for the appointment for? Yeah. Who has to go to an appointment for earrings? Tell me, talk me behind what? Don't ask questions. Um, okay. I'm going to see a psychic tomorrow. Have you ever been to see a psychic? Yes. They told me I'd ruin my life and they were right. <laughs> well, hopefully mine's not going to end up like that. So yeah, I'm seeing a psychic tomorrow. Oh, I actually had an amazing appointment cupping. Have you heard of what, it? What, like with balls? No. Ball cupping. They get, yeah, well, it's like glass balls that they put all over your body and then it makes your blood come to I do the know surface. exactly what it is. But, no, honestly, you need to go. It was much more relaxing than yours. That was a nice appointment. Um, your cupping appointment. Yeah. Why am I so childish? <laughs> 
Because <laughs> you just love dick stories and dicks. And you're that kid off what's it called? Super bad that just draws the dicks <laughs> in the classroom. <laughs> Actually, we have got an appointment this week, Ashley. It's one together. So we were contacted, let's not say too much, but by a production company regarding something on the telly. Well, we were contacted by quite a few production companies. Some about, of them were like, shit. I've spent 200 grand to look like Kim Kardashian. I was like, this isn't our vibe, honey. It's not for us. What not about rich kid us. poor kid? Oh, was that God. for you? <laughs> Ashley got asked to go on that. Why didn't they ask me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not rich. Stop. But the one that we've actually like spoken to is is really exciting. It's a good one. We're going to have a chat with them this week. Yeah. A little appointment. Um, we'll Hopefully see if I won't we will get can... punched in the head on this one. And then we're going to see if uh, see if it's something that we can do. Yeah. Okay, so thank you guys again for listening this week and we will be back next Wednesday. You can follow us on Instagram and get see what we get up to on our podcast page, which is at N-T-N-G-A-F. And our personal pages are at The Cosmetic Consult and at Lauren Elizabeth underscore XX. And we'll see you ladies next week. No, it's not just ladies. I need oh. to correct you there. So do you know we have quite a few men that listen? So really quick Stop. shout out. Yeah, producer Charlie's dad told us <laughs> that he's been listening to it. And my friend has just sent me a message. She must be connected to her partner's iPhone on the iPad or something. Uh- He's on his way to work. Yeah, no, nothing bad. He's on his way to work and it's popped up that the little bugger is on his way to work listening to our podcast. Shout out. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.